Hello and welcome to the Pitwall Podcast. Today we're going to be going... I can't see, I can't even do an intro. Today we're going to be going over what happened at the Brazilian Grand Prix weekend, which had a lot of things happen, both on track and off track. There was wet weather, dry weather, a new pole sitter, a sprint race, and I don't know, there's just something... There's something else that happened. I'm not... I'm not entirely sure, but I can't. I can't remember. Yeah, I, I think I'm just too warm. I think that's the problem. Just like, give me a second. All right. Uh, so Nick is taking off his Mercedes jacket to show a good old Lewis Hamilton shirt. Yeah, that's that's or better. It's a, a hoodie. Oh, okay. Yeah, he must have been real warm. warm. So, I mean, it's cold outside, but you know, the yeah. studio's kind of warm. These, and... For the audio listeners, Nick is wearing everything you possibly can, Mercedes. Um, <laughs> hold, I'm sorry. Like, this is so unprofessional. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm too warm still. Like, I'm just. Oh, okay. I, I, g- okay. G- give me a minute. Okay. Like I said, now he's got on a Mercedes hoodie, which he is now taking off again to reveal. Let's find out. Oh God! Here it goes. What is it? It's a, it's his Mercedes T-shirt. Like I, I figured. Oh, uh, you know. Put, put the hat. Put the hat uh, back on. Which put one? The hat back which on. one? Okay, hold on. There you go. You you, like you've got to rep it, man. All right. Oh oh yeah, that's right. Mercedes finally won a race. Finally won a race. Not even just one. A one-two, baby. Let's go. I've been so excited to talk about this. Won two races. Yeah, and the sprint. And <laughs> it was okay that they didn't win qualifying because that was even better. So, I mean, I got to pick my clothes off the floor now, but <laughs> dude, what? This, if you, uh, for anybody listening that isn't following our Instagram account, you probably should. I don't, uh, actually, did you put it on TikTok too? Yeah, it's on everything. Yeah. It, if go follow our socials and check out the video from I, I think you posted it the day of the Grand Prix. It's Nick just going absolutely wild because it's the last lap of the race. George Russell just won and he is screaming, yelling, throwing himself across the room, going absolutely mental. <laughs> Listen, you gotta understand, I've had a I've had a tough year. Uh, all my teams suck. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. Mercedes doesn't <laughs> suck. Mercedes doesn't suck, but it just hasn't been the most ideal race situations this year. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we deserve to go through it. We've been through a lot of success, so I get it. But, like, you know, Alabama is also bad and, you know, worse than normal. And, you know, they lost three games. I've been going through a lot of crap, and I just needed a win, okay? <laughs> so Nick, when Nick I needed this, when I put my head down sure. in that video, I almost started crying. Dude, I knew, I figured you would be crying. I thought you would have, honestly. Dude, it was, it was something. So yes, Mercedes won the race. I can't believe it. And you were right. You said you thought it would be more likely that George Russell won the race first than Lewis. So. I called it. Look, I'm good at calling these things, okay? I make bold predictions out of nowhere in the middle of the season that has no <laughs> reason to even happen, but it does. Well, it was something. So, I mean, this weekend was maybe if, you know, in out of context, my perfect F1 weekend that could possibly happen. <laughs> Without oh, yeah. minus like Lewis being the one that won or them getting pole or whatever, because yeah. as Mercedes grew, <laughs> Red Bull crumbled. Oh yeah, and we have a yeah. lot to talk about this week. Um, and but before I go, I, that was my big moment. I'm actually not too heated about all this Red Bull stuff. I actually think you might be more upset about it than I am. We'll I see. Am. I am. But I think. We're not. We're gonna. We're just screwing the whole format of this because I don't even want to do a quality in sixty. I want to do a elaborated qualifying because yeah, it this deserves one definitely it. deserves it. This one definitely deserves it for sure. So, you know, we're just watching. You know, it looks like there's gonna be some rain. Yeah, it's gonna be a tough qualifying session. A Haas, you know, finishes last, and you know we're very and you know we're like eh. That sucks. I mean, he he has to at least beat Latifi, right? And he doesn't, so that sucks. 
And then, yeah. you know, one manages to get into Q3, and we're like, all right, Haas 10th on the grid. That's a pretty that's a pretty good start. Good for them. And then we're like, wait a minute. They got out first, and then George Russell just crashed. And it ended up not mattering um, for George Russell. But George Russell crashed. And because of that, it started to rain. And the only person that got in a good lap – he might have been the only person that got in a lot, period. I know he, the other people got in a no, lot. No, he was just the only one to get in a, a good one. Was Kevin Magnuson Dude. for Haas, who got Haas's first front row start and pole. Like, how way to go, K Mag. Yeah, that was freaking awesome. We were going crazy talking about it. This man didn't have a seat oh, two weeks before the season started. Yeah. Like, what? Like, Man, it was it was a good lap too. Like I I've watched oh, some yeah. side by sides. It would have held up in the top six, I think, if everybody had a dry lap. Yeah. So it wasn't even like a just complete luck, you know. Yeah. So they were a little excited. <laughs> a little, yeah. They were. If you saw the video of their their pit crew and oh my gosh, they they were all so ecstatic. So it was so it was so good to see. Yeah, it really was. It really was. And I was just looking at my roommate, and I was like, of course it was Russell. <laughs> of all things, True. a driver on pulling four caused this. But, hey, you know what? Everybody was happy to see that because everybody's still mad at Russell for wrecks and stuff. So, yeah. you know, it was great, and the rain did not impact the rest of the weekend, which was amazing. And uh, yeah, so I'm uh, I'm pretty happy with that. I am, I we you and I were very nervous. We were going to buy some shirts. Oh yeah, we, we yeah. Once we saw he got pole, we were like, okay, if he wins the sprint race, <laughs> are we buying shirts? He got pole at the worst weekend possible. Poor guy. Yeah. But you know, let's just you know, we got to talk about the sprint too. So let's just go on into the sprint. He had a, yeah. a fantastic start in the sprint. Oh yeah. Fantastic! For a guy that's never done that before, it's like I mean I'm sure he started front another series, but yeah. that it was impressive, like yeah. seriously impressive. And of course, he ended up in eighth, which is you know, it is what it is. But yeah, it was. I hope he enjoyed it. I really do. Oh, you know he did. You know he did. So how'd he you feel? Like, wait, what did you say? No, sorry. Go ahead. Seeing his emotions, just even. Uh, after the sprint, he was still just so happy. Yeah. So, yeah. Lots of tears this weekend. So. Oh yeah. Tell me about uh, what do you think about the sprint race? I uh, I don't know. I feel like I was so wrapped up in K Mag the entire time. Like like even throughout the entire race, I was only focusing on him. Um, but dude, it was insane for Mercedes. That's what I'm gonna say because. I mean, you 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 obviously are more happy than probably anybody, even Mer <laughs> other Mercedes fans. Uh, I mean, we watched it together. That was, I, I mean, I was I was really happy because I got to see you just light up when they crossed the finish line, dude. Dude, it was just, and I kept going, yes, I'm sorry, yes, like <laughs> yeah, he would scream and then just be like, all right, sorry guys. You gotta I, understand. This I, has been a while. <laughs> I yelled so much at the TV this weekend that my throat, like, it made me sick because, like, it's cold. So, like, yeah. I'm like actively sick right now. <laughs> um, and I, dude, like, I was surprised Russell won. I mean, Lewis went eighth to third in that race. Lewis had to come from eighth twice this weekend yeah. to end up on podium position. So, um, yeah, I thought these. I'm trying to be as neutral as possible and even taking my Mercedes fandom out of this. If you're a neutral fan, I think this is one of the better weekends that there's been for like for sure. just a neutral fan. So I was very happy to see that it, it felt like what the season should have been the whole time, not just Mercedes winning, but I just mean like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean like, it you know, felt it was more competitive. Exactly. Yeah. It felt like there was battles everywhere and this track is yeah. fantastic. Well, like other than George, who was like just holding it the entire time, uh, like there were multiple like really nice overtakes in this race. Yeah, Matt, uh, in the actual race or the sprint race or both? Well, both. Um, yeah, my favorite overtake of the weekend had to be Max's double overtake. That was it was beautiful. Oh yeah, that was really good. Yeah. Um, 
my least favorite attempted overtake uh, was Vettel on Stroll during the sprint, and not Vettel's fault. But Stroll drives like a maniac once again, yeah. and he got a 10-second penalty. But uh, Maniac once again and veers over, trying to, and pushes Dude. Vettel in the grass, and Vettel just goes over the radio. Okay. <laughs> it's such a it's such a Vettel thing to say. He's either like all out or he's just whatever. Yeah. Well, I think I mean he's just kind of like eh. But they had a. He's used to it with Stroll at this point. He's had many run-ins with Stroll in his life. Yeah, I think the summary of this weekend can be: we see how everybody feels about their teammates, because yeah. George and Lewis were happy, Max and Checo had their own thing, <laughs> Daniel and Lando were kind of I don't know they had their own situation. Alpine had their own thing. Aston Martin, oh, Haas. I mean, it's it's it was interesting. So yeah. Um, any other thoughts on the sprint before we jump into the full race? Uh, I think I'm, I'm ready to talk about the full race. Okay. Well, I'll just say we that lots to talk about. Science had P2, so it was Mercedes 1-3. Mm -hmm. Science P2, but he had a five-place grid penalty for an engine change. Uh, not a great sprint for Leclerc. Um, you know, he started in fifth, I believe. And, mm -hmm. you know, so Alonso... You know, Alpine, this is where all the Alpine drama happened for the weekend, where they hit not once, not twice, but three times during the sprint race. And the one of the yep. times caused Alonzo to have a penalty. Uh, Alonzo just said, I can't wait for this to be over, <laughs> which is like, man. And like, I don't know, Alcon has to be pretty upset about this. So yeah. I don't know, man. This is just, there's a lot going on. And there are a lot of tensions. And looking back, I see you how everything built up for this weekend to happen. Um, obviously, for Red sure. Bull didn't get a great qualifying because of the rain. And uh, what was their sprint finishing? Do you, where did they start on the grid? Uh, P4 and P5. Okay. So they started ahead of the Ferraris. Oh, wait. You said like on at the start of the sprint? At the end of the sprint. Where were they? P4 and P5. Okay. That's what I thought. Okay. So that's where they started. Yep. I guess they started P3 and P4. No, people. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Because Mercedes, that was the other thing, is because of science, Mercedes also had a front row start, which was awesome yeah, to see. Yeah. Um, so yeah, why don't you take us through what happened at the beginning of the race? The actual race. Uh you okay, just to make sure we're talking about the same thing. You mean with McLaren and Yes. Well, so the okay. so basically to start off, Russell got away well, Lewis got away pretty well. Um, and that was basically the start and it was just dude, very tense. Russell like shocked me, dude. Yeah. Not like shocked me. I knew he had it in him. Oh yeah. No. Uh, yeah. But I know what you mean. dude, like just seeing him drive like that, man, it was so cool. Yeah. Just, he great was doing performance. so well. Oh yeah. Anyway. So, um, yeah. So then what happened in the first lap? So lap one, we are, <sighs> Living off of the high of Kevin Magnuson getting a pole position and being happy that he's P8. And it comes crashing down when Daniel Ricardo crashes into him. Uh, at first, when it happened, I thought maybe Ricardo can get, maybe they both can get out. Uh, but the way uh, Ricardo hit him, his, his tail swung out and he kind of reversed to get, or not reversed, but he just turned to get out of the way of other cars ended up coming back and just taking out Ricardo too. So they both were just completely out of the race and it sucks, man, because I really wanted to see if he, he can like, if uh Magnuson would still finish in the top 10 in this race, I was thinking he would, but brutal for Danny Rick too, because you know, he, Oh, he's not going to have a seat. Let's just, he does not have a seat. Yeah. He but you know, he's hoping for a reserve role. Yeah. Um, and yeah, something we could talk about a little bit later, but mm -hmm. um, I, yeah, I was disappointed as well. Obviously, K Mag was smart to let his car swing out, but then Danny Rick yeah. tried to avoid it and got hit, and they both went out. So you know, I'm yeah. I'm like shaking because you know Mercedes is at the front, and it's like I don't even recognize that anymore. This happens. Yep. Um. So anyway, so some time goes on, and uh, you know, it's all right. It's time to restart. And I'll say the one thing that Russell, I don't think he did it intentionally, but the one thing that Russell did kind of wrong this weekend, 
which kind of screwed Lewis at the restart a little bit because oh, yeah. Russell waited and then was gone. And Max, I mean, if the rules weren't different after last year with like Max being able to pull up alongside and not just be ahead, Max would have had yeah. Lewis for sure. So tell me your perspective on the start of this, you know, this lap. Obviously, so Russell gets away. Then what happens? Uh, well, first, I, 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 I immediately texted you after this, and or you, I was a little bit behind watching watching it. Yeah, were, I thought you were, you were ahead. I was like, yeah, no, no, no. I was about, I think I was like fifteen minutes behind you, and uh, I texted him and I was like, did George just screw Lewis in that restart? Uh, because like you said, he slowed down so much and like he was trying, I could see what he was trying to do, but he ultimately just kind of screwed Lewis. It was well, his first like, start. It was first time. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it is what it is. Obviously the, the finish was, <laughs> didn't matter yeah. compared to that. Uh, but I mean, George is weaving back and forth, back and forth. Warming his and, up. uh, yeah, huh? I said warming his tires up. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just taking so long to start. And then he just takes off, like you said. And Max is right on Lewis. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God, it's happening. No. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, sweating. Like, yeah. Yeah. Also, um, remind me to talk about this, uh, about this restart as well, because there were some things that happened in the pits with AlphaTauri that I want to talk about. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I got scared for for Lewis when I saw that happen, and yeah. I was like, because I want, I, you know, I want to see him do well, especially yeah. after Max has already clinched the title. Yeah, I'm like, okay, now I want Mercedes to win over Ferrari. Yeah, which also can they still they can yes, can they win? We'll talk about that. Yeah. Okay, I'm just making sure. Just making yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. I've done um, the math. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you got you got that ready to go. Oh right yeah. After. Oh man, but yeah, I, I like I said, I just thought I thought it was over for Lewis. Honestly, I thought Max was just gonna come straight around him and yeah, and overtake him and just leave him in the dust. Right. But then, so they, so uh, what happens is Max passes him on turn one. Turn two mm -hmm. is kind of nothing, and then turn three they come around, and Lewis gets barely ahead. As Max stays, I guess is the best way to put it, and they come together, <laughs> and I was like, I, "Oh okay. lord!" I completely forgot that that's what happened right there. I thought that was later in the race for some no, reason. No, that was the so restart. Yeah. Okay. I thought for some reason that was just later. Okay, dude. We're gonna talk about it later as well, but Max is making me angry is what I'm going to say for wow. now. Wow. Well, anyway, so what did you think uh, about this? Because I have a perspective and evidence and stuff, but I, I think you actually are probably on the same page, but just tell me what you think. What did you well, think? Max said, yeah. Max, Max said uh, that he saw Lewis was closing in, that the gap was closing, and he said he just went for it, which... Is that what he said like post-race? Yes. Oh, I hadn't heard that. Okay. Yeah. He's. Uh, I can pull the exact quote up. I've looked it up a few times. Just I, I to make trust sure. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll look it up while I'm talking. Um, but yeah, he was. He said that he completely saw the gap, and that he just went for it because basically, what did he have to lose? Right. It was more of, I can just do whatever. Okay. Here's what he. Here's exactly what he said. I went around the outside and immediately felt that he wasn't going to leave space, so I just went for it. I knew we were going to get together, and he knew they, he knew they were going to hit. It cost him the race win, and it gave me five seconds. It wouldn't have mattered anything for my race. Mm. Okay. So what do you take? That from was that? that was his quote. I don't like that. Yeah, that's kind because, of because because he's quote. he's blown up on so many people. Like he's gotten like verbally. Ab like not abusive, but I mean loud and aggressive towards people for doing that exact move. Yeah, multiple times, and like I get it. Everybody gets emotional. We've had this conversation. Like people blow up and all that. But, but this is dude, post race. Like, this is he had he had time to yeah, change this, yeah, shower. This is, yeah, this is even this yeah. isn't even like right after it happened. This yeah. is just uh, I don't care. I'm I was gonna do it because it doesn't matter for me anymore. Yeah, that quote that quote looks bad. Uh, I actually had heard that. I yeah. forgot I had forgotten about it. So yeah. 
So yeah, I initially thought it was Lewis's fault. I'm gonna be honest. I was like, oh god, like this is it. Like my day is ruined. Like and my and um, well, Lewis was technically ahead. I know, but on the, the way they initially showed it, you know, they're jumping cameras. Yeah, restart. I, yeah, I know what you mean. So when they re-showed it, I was like, oh, Lewis is ahead, and whether or not the rules are correct or not, the rules are. If he's ahead, he has the line, and he was enough ahead. Yep. That it, and he was on the racing line, and Max wasn't. Bada bing, mm -hmm. bada boom. Um, and it probably did cost Lewis the race, if I'm being honest, because th he did have damage to his floor, however minimal it was. Yeah. And, um, you know. If, I mean, anything can cost you, but you know, it milliseconds in Formula One and cost, you know. But it definitely cost Max the race, and I think that was more important for Mercedes because – I oh, think yeah. Max, with no damage, would have probably won. Maybe yeah, I don't know. Sure. If he didn't have to pit and change his, his front wing, he it probably would have been a lot tougher on Mercedes for this race. Not to mention they had a slow stop when he came in as well to f change the front yeah. wing, which added to mm. it. But Lewis falls to eighth and once again has to climb all the way up miraculously. Yep. So you know, I kind of thought. Uh, I don't know who was going to win driver of the day, but I was surprised when he did. And then I was like, you know what? Yeah, he did like no, I, work yeah, for I, it. I, yeah. Yeah. When they, when they showed that, I was like, yeah, I figured that could happen. And I just have such respect for him. Like, because oh, yeah. I don't, I can't confirm it, but I don't think he pushed his absolutely all out as he could have at the very end of that race. Because mm. just doing the tire math and I was looking at the, dude i got really deep in this episode um looking at the tire deck previously in the race it's it seemed like he might have been able to close in on russell a little more than he did i'm not saying he could mm. have overtaken him but i think he could have tried a little harder and i think he knew how important the one two was and also he was just so happy for russell like there was no that's, there was no yeah. like oh man i still haven't won a race i'm lewis hamilton like you know that's what i was thinking when as you were talking about that i feel like even if he was close to russell i feel like he probably would have just left like four make sure one for the team get the one two but also for russell because we know that lewis could probably defend oh yeah well enough to hold that even if he was right behind him and again if he had um, like his car and again if there had been like two more laps even with his fresher tires it probably would have made the difference and i but yeah. i didn't care like obviously like i wasn't oh, yeah. like oh i can't i'm complaining yeah no like but I, I wasn't sure what was going to happen, and I think uh, – I also the VSC, who knows what changed because of that. But yeah. Um, So, yeah. Um, so, anyway, yeah, some evidence for anybody that's listening and thinking that I'm, – I'm not even going to – I'm not even going, like, full Homer Lewis Hamilton here. I'm just purely going off of the facts that the stewards used. So, the stewards used historical um, rec data to decide what penalties are. Are you – did you know that? Yeah. Okay, so this exact same situation happened in 2018 with Esteban Ocon and Max Verstappen reverse, mm -hmm. where Max was on the outside, and Est and it's the it's literally the same, like it's one yeah, to it was one. The same, yeah. And uh, Esteban Ocon got the same penalty. Now Max yeah. had a, Max got spun out, and it was worse for him. And I forgot about this, but Max came up and shoved Ocon after the race. He that's that's one of the I actually saw that video, and that was one of the reasons where I said like Max verbally got aggressive towards people, and or he even physically. So, so you know, I think uh, he might need to take that into account because they were like, "Well, we gave this five seconds before," and he didn't complain too hard about it. I want to be clear, but he obviously didn't huh. think it was his fault. So, you know, whatever it's. I was yeah. just like, why? Like, why are we getting another Lewis Max thing? Like, can we wait <laughs> like five minutes? Yeah. Like, because <laughs> to me, this feels like I think this race will feel like the threshold between this season and next season. I think this is the start. You think like Brazil or Abu Dhabi? Brazil. Like, Brazil oh, okay. feels it's like the start. Mercedes of is next back. Season, basically. Yes. Mercedes is back, mm -hmm. I think. I mean, obviously, the different car next year, but I think they're back. Because keep in mind, okay. they have made this car race spec to win a race, and they still have the fundamental flaw in it that they haven't been able to fix. So if they just take everything that's good and get rid of the bad thing, you would think 
it should be better. So anyway, let's get into some teams. We're gonna oh, if not, we're gonna sit here talk about Mercedes all day. We have more talk about about Red Bull. I'm pretty sure Mercedes. Yes. I feel like I've covered. Um, you know, I'm I'm very very proud of them. Like just what a win for sure. Um, for sure. Uh, they're my winner of the day. I I will. I'm gonna say it again later, but uh, oh, yeah, for sure. So well deserved. Well deserved. So uh, tell me about McLaren because they had an interesting weekend. Rough, rough day for McLaren on the day of the race, at least. Uh, well, it was a pretty rough weekend. Yeah. Um. So I think this sealed the deal for them in the championship. Uh, I think they could get the points, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, they are um, 19 points behind. So is Mercedes. But, and I'll go over the math a little better, but, yeah. um, you know, it's easier to make up 19 points if you have a chance to win the race and McLaren does not. So, unless yeah, exactly. something crazy happens. So, yeah, I agree yeah. with you. Uh, but, like I said earlier, Daniel Ricciardo uh, with a DNF after his wreck with Magnussen. And then Lando Norris uh, later in the race had just a power unit failure. He lost power in his car and was taken out of the race. So, and I believe um, after so he hit Leclerc. Yes, it was it yeah. was him, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he hit Leclerc, and I believe he had um, power steering issues the whole race anyway. So I yeah. think they were just holding on. And I told the people I was watching with that um, that I thought they should just even if it cost every part of that power unit, they should try to keep him in. Um, oh, yeah. which is what I think they did. I think they would have retired him. Uh, yeah. but yeah. So yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it's sealed the deal for them. They're 19 points, but unless something crazy happens to Mercedes and Ferrari, um, I still don't think that they're going to be able to get it. Yeah. It yeah. would take six. It was take top 60 and effing. And then still, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. So I'll just go over the math now just to make it easier. So, um, so basically, Mercedes made up 21 points this weekend, so they're 19 behind. To clinch it, they need 20. If they tie, I believe Ferrari has the tiebreaker with the most race wins. Um, Mercedes essentially needs to go 1-2 again, or Ferrari DNF. Um, If you go 1-2, they will make up 17 points um, if it was the exact same race result as this. you got to assume Red Bull will have a better weekend, I think. Um, So... Or we need Ferrari to be significantly lower. So they could go 2-3, yeah. but basically they need to both be on the podium with a gap between them and the other two cars. So it needs to be like either Mercedes, Mercedes, Red Bull, Ferrari, or it needs to be at the, at the most, or it needs to be Red Bull, Mercedes, Mercedes, Red Bull, then Ferrari. Then they might yeah. have a chance with the fastest lap. So yeah. it's a stretch, but if Mercedes is truly back and this track is similar to in some ways, um, we'll see. So I don't know. I'm not hoping for a win. I'm not expecting them to get P2. At this point, it's a it's a thing between wind tunnel time and money, and I don't really think they need the money. So, like, yeah. I'll be bummed, but, like, it won't be devastating if they don't. Yeah, but it'll yeah. be cool. So um, with that said, let's go over Ferrari real quick. I know normally we hit the big teams last, but I feel like this is just – so. Obviously, like what I just said, Sainz got P3, um, and Leclerc, I mean, he could make an argument for driver of the day as well, because homie gets hit, put into the wall. By all accounts, I thought he was out of the race. Yeah, I, was I like, completely thought he was out. I was like, wow, Mercedes is about to basically have the 100% upper hand in this mm-hmm. championship, and uh, homie gets himself back to the pit and... Cleans up and gets P four somehow. Yeah, and insane. Really good how? Like just how? That car is so unreliable, and you oh, put yeah. it in a wall, and it drives to P four. I don't understand. So it's impressive. Like way to go, Leclerc, um, for that. But there's more, because. And we're going to save it to talk about it with the Red Bull stuff because it's very similar. All right, tell yeah. me about – I guess tell me about how Haas is doing. I mean, obviously they had their poll, and that was great. But, and but yeah. you know, the DNF was terrible. <laughs> so yeah, We pretty much covered everything for Haas other than Schumacher or Schumacher at this point. 
Right. Um, which he finished P13. And by the time this comes out, this podcast, they might have an announcement about the lineup for next year. So it's supposed to come out. So we're recording this Tuesday. And apparently there's going to be an announcement tomorrow, which is Wednesday, which is the uh, November 16th. And um, what, this comes out Thursday? No, I'm going to put or it out tomorrow. Do? So it's, oh, it, okay, okay. It, it may, people, it depends on where behind their news cycle. So like, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Uh, so it is between rumored, obviously, but per, like this is all the rumors I'm seeing rumored between Mick Schumacher and Nico Hulkenberg to come back into Formula One uh, and drive for Haas again. Um, I, I mean, I have no clue what's going to happen. No one really does still. Um, a lot of people have said that Hulkenberg is kind of confirmed in the background. Um, but one thing I also heard, which is good for Schumacher, is that Mercedes is ready to have them as a reserve driver. That's a good decision. That's yeah. a good decision. German, that helps them tremendously. Yeah, for sure. I think that's. I think Hulkenberg's got the seat. Um, I'm not yeah. saying it's right necessarily, but th the qualifying looked really bad. Like it just yeah, the look sure. was bad, and you know I think they've had trouble with him a little bit with arguments between him and and um, not Gene um, Gunther, and yeah. I don't know, dude. It just doesn't feel right. I feel like if they had. If they were going to keep Mick, they would have confirmed him four weeks ago. I so, agree. I agree. I think they were just waiting to make sure he wasn't going to prove it. And what did he yeah. finish in this race? P14? Something 13. Like that? 13. 13? I mean, that's yeah. a good result, but it's kind of a recovery. Um yeah, for sure. With two other cars out of the race. So, yeah. yeah. He's not scoring points, and that's what Gunther said, is he's got to score points. So Yeah, it's... It's not looking too good for Mick. We'll miss but you, Mick. We'll hopefully find out tomorrow. Yeah, we probably will. Or we won't. They'll yeah. delay it again for some reason. Yeah, especially this weekend or this past weekend. Now it's tomorrow. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah. All right. It's Haas. Who knows? Yeah. Who who the heck knows what Haas will do? Get pole? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> it is the most Haas thing to do. You know, last thing about Haas, that I we've talked about this already in between the two of us, mm. but this is the longest it took any constructor to ever have a front row start, which is just kind of insane to me. Yep. With how long they've been in it too. Yeah. It's crazy. So it almost looks worse, but I'm glad they got it now because <laughs> yeah, I do. I want them, them I want them to do well. I want them to do so well. And they Hey, it's looking like they won't finish last or second. Are they, I don't know what the current standings are. Uh, they're not ahead of Alvatar anymore. Gonna, I don't think they're going to finish last though. Yeah, I'm like I'm like ninety percent sure they're it not going to. It, it, yeah, it, it basically almost shouldn't be possible. Yeah, they're still ahead of Alphatari by two points. So, yeah, you know, I I can't say between them and Alphatari, but the they are definitely not going to be last. I mean, it's whoever whoever finishes first at this race, basically. Oh yeah. Wait, I mean, Williams isn't ahead of them though, right? No, Williams, Williams is in eight. Last. Williams have eight points, so. Oh, okay. Alphatari has 35, Haas has 37, Aston yeah, Martin okay. has 50. I was about to 50. say, there's no way they're going to be last. <laughs> Aston Martin could also pick up P6 still. That's not really been talked about, but Aston Martin is 50, has 50 points, and Alfa Romeo has 55 points. Now, of course, Bottas... Imagine... Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, of course, we have to talk about Bottas still, but what were you going to say? Yeah. Imagine Williams just comes out with like a 1-2 and gets ninth. <laughs> <laughs> In Abu Dhabi. <laughs> All right, if that happens, I will, uh, I'll buy a Nick DeVries shirt. <laughs> Not a Nick DeVries Don't. shirt. I meant to say uh, Nicholas Latifi. I would buy a DeVries shirt. No, I was about to say a DeVries shirt. You need a, you need a hush saying Latifi. DeVries. I can't believe that man's <laughs> going to I can't believe he's going to be Dred DeVries. I can't believe he's going to be driving for <laughs> AlphaTauri next year. What a I weird know, situation. Insane. Well, speaking of how AlphaTauri is ninth, how about you tell me about how their weekend was, which was interesting. And you also mentioned that you wanted to talk about something about the restart and them in the pits. So yes. please hit us with um, that. So uh, I guess I'll talk about Gasly first because nothing really too crazy happened. He finished P14. Um, you know, that's a, it's it's that's the kind of uh, common occurrence right now. Yeah. Um, but hey, but, he's almost done. Okay, if I I checked 
three different articles about this to make sure I got it right um, because I saw something online about it and wanted to fact check it so I could talk about it on the podcast. Okay. Um, so obviously, as a Mercedes and Red Bull fan, we know about the unlapping situation of Abu Dhabi last year. Let's see where this is going. Yep. Uh, so that pretty much happened again, um, except they tried to fix it with an automated system which would tell which car needs to unlap. Yeah. Well, Yuki unlapped himself in the pits by getting ahead of George Russell while doing a pit stop. Therefore, couldn't unlap himself after pit. Yeah. Yeah. That and oh, so stupid, man. I mean, I, like he wasn't like super far ahead or anything, but it's just like it's crazy, man. The, because of the automated system of him getting ahead of George Russell's car in a pit stop, even though George Russell left before him, he ended up losing a few a uh, few spots. Yeah, I was gonna say. I bet he. I bet it cost him. What did he finish again? It did. Seventeen. Uh, 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 oh wait. Um, yeah, he finished last. Sorry, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, he did. Oof. Behind yeah. Latifi, you know something wrong. Something seriously exactly. wrong happened if you finished behind Latifi. For real. But that was uh that was pretty much it for AlphaTauri. Yeah. Lucky for Yuki. Everybody was saying George's win is tainted because of this, and I'm like, it's not the same thing. Oh no, it's not. Yeah, not by by far. Just Red Bull, it's salty. Not you, but the salty Red Bull fans out there that are yeah. just trying to come up with anything. So, um, so Alpine, we already talked about. They had a great yep. weekend. Uh, they. <laughs> I mean, it started rough. It started really rough. Obviously, Alonso yeah. and Ocon don't like each other. And, I mean, who could like Altmar? So, but they started yeah. in the race P15 and P18. And Alonso mm -hmm. ended in fifth and Ocon ended in eighth. That is a heck of a drive. Oh, yeah. Heck of a drive. Very really impressive. Um, you know, I think. Uh, I think that's one of their best results they could possibly get. I mean, one of them finished ahead of both Red Bulls, which like never, I don't know, has happened at all. I don't think it's happened at all this year, um, other oh, yeah. than um, the DNFs that they had at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, way to go for them. They basically, I agree with you, they've basically just about clinched it unless they have some DNF issue, which, you know, there's a lot that's going to go down at this last race. But um, with that said, just run, for them run, to not take it run through a couple more things. Yeah, this could be almost impossible. But they've had yeah. they've had reliability issues, so um Aston Martin, uh, sorry, uh Williams, I said Latifi wasn't last, so good job. <laughs> um <laughs> and um Albon kind of had like an eh eh race of 15. Yeah. You know, when only 17 people finishing is kind of eh. So, but he has a seat, doesn't matter. Um and uh, tell me about Alpha Romeo. I think it's the last team we haven't talked about of yours other than yep, Red Bull. That's it. That's it. Uh, so decent race from Alpha Romeo. Uh, we got Bottas and P9. So that was really good. Right. Um, also Bottas is like the God teammate. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I was about to say, I guess you, you've probably seen, uh, but Bottas was like coach or not coaching, but he told, uh, Zhou Guan Yu when to overtake, through the through the team radio, he told his uh, engineer to like, "Hey, tell him to get him on turn ten. He breaks early, and sure enough, that's exactly what happens. And they actually both overtake. Uh, I think it was, uh, who was it? Was it Latifi? I think I it was actually. I can't remember. Pretty sure it was Latifi. Uh, yes, it was. I did write it down. Uh, and yeah, that's what actually got them ahead. And Joe finished in P twelve. So. Uh, I thought that was really funny to see from Bottas. He was like, hey, make sure you tell him he breaks early and turn 10. And I, sure enough, that's what he did. I love that man. That man oh, is yeah. just, he's such a, he's such a happy soul. <laughs> like just, he just, you can't happen. You can't be upset when he's around. He's always smiling. He's a very interesting oh, yeah. fellow. Like, I don't know, just everything about it. Yeah, I yeah. love him. We were all cheering for him during the race. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, speaking of their like one of their main competitors right now, I guess, mm -hmm. um, which is uh, you know Aston Martin, um, you know, 
they had a pretty good weekend other than that skirmish that happened, but that's just Stroll being Stroll. Um, they finished 10th and 11th, um, which is good for them. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they keep saying they're going to build a car next year and compete for a championship in the next two years. And, you know, they've poached a bunch of talent, and I know we're always talking about this. I yeah. don't know if that's true, but it – I don't know. They seem like they had a good. They've been making inroads co- compared to finishing almost last, and you know, making fun of. Now I understand why Alonzo's leaving is because he hates his current team. <laughs> um, but you know, whatever Alonzo, I'm kind of hands off on that. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm. That's all I gotta say about that. I mean, I think they could be a legit team next year. We'll see. Or terrible. Once again, we'll, we will find out. Well, we will find out. So now let's talk about a little bit of the drama. And I will talk Ugh. about Ferrari's drama first, which is the same but shorter, and it'll help tee up yeah. everything that happened with you. So, you know, Ferraris are running 3-4. Uh, Leclerc gets on the radio, and he keeps, you know, demanding almost that, um, that Leclerc – you know, gets, he wants P3. And the thing about getting P3, you know, there's, there's something that we're going to talk about with Red Bull, but you know, Claire's begging to get it. And he's four seconds behind science, which is number one, too much to give up for science. And number two, um, yeah, I don't think you can give up a podium like that. With that said, Lewis did give up a podium to, for Valtteri one time. And everybody's been pointing that out. I believe it was 2017 can't remember uh believe it's 2017 but lewis did give up a podium one time behind the two ferraris and uh so it has it's not unheard of but i just don't think you give up a podium like that Valtteri gave yeah. up a lot of things for lewis so that's kind of what that is but they're competing um so yeah with that said uh he was asking for it because he wanted to you know, be higher in the constructor standings than Sergio Perez going into the mm-hmm. final race as they are now tied for P2, which, you know, we all, what we all wanted in our hearts and desires was to go into Abu Dhabi once again with a major driver standing tied. Just like, that's what we wanted. We wanted <laughs> a chance for more controversy in Abu Dhabi. I'm sure the people there are very glad because they know people will tune in. Oh yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, so, but anyway, Leclerc was complaining too much like just honestly he was being there's a stark difference between him and what happened with red bull um which is he was too far back and it was a podium and science you know leclerc's lucky to be in that race so i think uh and he was ahead of sergio so he was making up points on him so i think all of that said um leclerc was in the wrong in that situation and uh you know it was complaining a little bit too much about it but how about you tell us about what happened with red bull in this race there's some more than just the ending if there's any more you want to say but you know go ahead dude i i was i mean i've told i've told you about it or well like when we're texting about it i've told you a few times dude i i've lost so much respect in the past two three days after seeing all like the quotes and what happened in the race for uh, all of Red uh, Bull or just Max or both? Or, or? Uh, mainly Max. Mainly okay. Max. Okay. Um. Okay. Well, I guess I'll just explain what happened. It's it's the final lap, and Checo is behind Max. Well, hold on. I think you should back up a little bit. I think you should back up a little bit. Because okay. they had an S-tier strategy in this race. Like, at oh, the yeah. end, they mm-hmm. let Max ahead. Because Checo was ahead. Yeah. He lets Max ahead. And then Max pulls him through the pack using DRS. Yeah. And then Checo, and then they were going to give it back up at the end. And I thought yep. that was genius. I was like, yeah. this is S plus plus tier strategy. Now continue. Uh, and then Max is told to give the position to Checo so he can make sure he finishes well above Leclerc. Uh, you're, you know, not like for the race, but for, you know, just to make sure he's got the points in the driver's standings. Right. And Max just goes radio silent and just continues the race, finishes the race in front of Checo. Uh, Checo is told like on the lap, Max is going to give you the position. Max is told on the last lap, give Checo the position and he just goes through. 
Um, and then you hear Horner on the radio, Max, what happened? And uh, that was Max actually his said, race engineer, not Horner. Well, Horner also. Horner came talked on the radio. to Sergio. Yeah. Oh, okay. I they have their I voices they are. I thought there were two different people that talked to Max. Their voices are the exact same, but I, okay, I, well, I fair. can I, tell the difference now. Okay. Barely, but yeah. Continue. Uh, sorry. No, you're good. You're good. And then, um, Max, Max, what did he say? I've got it written down. Max said, I told them not to ask me to do that again. I've given my reasons why, and I stand behind it. Um, so something happened before we even started this podcast between those two. And I think this is what caused it. Pretty sure you know what I'm talking about. Monaco this year, Checo crashed in qualifying, kind of like what happened here with George. Um, obviously it wasn't intentional. I'm just not I'm like, it, you know, it's kind of like the same. He ended up in ahead right. of max. Uh, he got a good qualifying because of the crash, um, or got a good position and he up, ended up winning. Right. And that's apparently what is rumored throughout all of what I've read is why max says, uh, you know, we're done doing that. Why uh, do you think Checo really crashed on purpose in Monaco? I don't know. It's 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 a thing you could say George did to make sure he got a spot. You know, it's one of those this things. Week, but there obviously is, there is more evidence. I don't think it's true, but there is more evidence for Checo crashing on purpose this week. Or, or in Monaco, I mean. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like uh, well, I'm pretty sure Checo has confirmed that. What? That not like completely like like came out and said that, but like I'm pretty sure like people within Red Bull have been like he crashed on purpose. That, yeah. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I saw a quote from one of their someone that worked there. Ooh, maybe find it again. That I didn't uh, know. Someone that does not work for Red Bull anymore. Uh, Interesting. That, that that was um, that was true. Uh, and I think that Max held that against him, uh, even though this was like, this is why I've lost a lot of respect because this. What does this race mean to Max? Nothing. Now, what does the next race mean to Max? He's already he's 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 made the most. He's points. won both titles. He's he's won Red Bull the constructors. He's won the drivers. He's got so many points. He's nearly double anybody else's points. Yeah, and and we should also mention he has he scored the most points in any season and won the most races of any season. There's nothing else he can do except extend his stat. Yeah, and he also couldn't have even won this race by the time he was told to give check of the position. Right. Checo came. Uh, Checo on the radio right after said, "This shows who he really is." And while I've I've said before, I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but to you, like you know, I've said that Max is a little baby sometimes. But dude, like this just, I don't know, like it just like irks me if that makes sense. Like it well, just doesn't sit well with me at all. If because Lewis Checo, did this, I was gonna say, if Lewis did this, it would break my heart. Like. Seriously, yeah, because yeah, no, I'm so sure. invested in him as a person that I mean, yeah. I I saw uh, a graphic on uh, Twitter and a, and an online article I read while doing like research that like of all the times that Checo's like defended or given up positions for Max to win the last two championships, but Max like can't do that once. Yeah, is it just? And me and you also talked about this over text earlier. You like. Uh, Max is number one. Red Bull is going to do anything to make sure Max stays number one. Do you, I wanted to ask you this to get like your full opinion on it. Do you think a bout between them over this, they said it, they obviously they said it's been taken care of. They're good. I, we know that's not true. There's I, I'm, I cannot be okay with that. No, me neither. And I'm not even a driver. And those guys get emotional over races. It's their job. Right. There's no way Checo is over this. There's no way Max is is still not butthurt about it. Right. I do you think Red Bull would boot Checo because of this drama? A hundred percent. Not now, but no. if it kept going. I'm not talking about right now. A hundred percent. Like halfway through the season next year, if they're still giving each other issues, I think they would get rid of Checo, even though it's not even Checo's fault. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, I, which is like what really kills me because I know Max is like this egotistical child in a race car. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Max fan. Okay. I literally have stated multiple times that I'm like, 
a Red Bull fan, but a Max fan. Right. And I am, I just can't get over this. Like, it seriously made me lose so much respect for him in the yeah. world of Formula One. Yeah. Just it, as a person. It's a shame. Um, you know, I always kind of forget, too, I'm always trying to give him credit as much as I can. Yeah. And for this, I just decided that I'm just going to sit back and watch this one because... You know, when I get heated on this podcast and I start yelling about things, I'm trying to like make put the conspiracies out there and be funny. This I feel like I don't even have to say anything. It's just like the internet Everybody has inter- the internet yeah. has spoken about this. Um, yeah, I this is there's a drive to survive episode in this for sure. Um, oh yeah, for sure. I dude, I don't know. Again, every season now, it's like I need 30 episodes to cover everything. They need to do one per race. Um, they seriously do. But I, would, I wish. Dude, this is bad. This is really bad. I yeah. and like this is another reason I said the start of the era thing. This could be the scene as uh, Red Bulls Red Bull starting to crumble again. Um, yeah, and which is, I mean, honestly, a shame. I, I I want to beat them as a Mercedes fan. I want to beat them when they're really good. I want to yeah, barely beat them for sure. That's what I yeah. want. Um, I want the sport to be good. I want it to be loved, and I want I want the same thing, but fair always. And if yeah. if Max had won fairly last year, it's not his fault. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, like, no, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. That's what I want. So, um, protocols and everything. So it's it's very disappointing. I actually think Sergio is in trouble at his place because Christian Horner is will definitely Max is the number one guy. He would get rid of anybody for Max. Yeah, point. I mean it's basically in his contract almost. Like it's not stated explicitly, but Max has clauses where if their team isn't good enough, he can leave and still make money. Like yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And uh not that they're gonna be that bad. I'm not saying that, but I think that with the wind tunnel stuff, all this other stuff that's been going on, it's gonna break them. Like at some level. Oh, yeah. I don't know when, but you know, you got Mercedes who's just been focused on making their car better the whole season and it's and at this point for Red Bull it's all about damage limitation and just yeah. tension and I it's going to be tough. I, I I hope they can get over it but yeah. And then I don't know. Man. I just can never imagine being okay or as a teammate being okay after that with the, with your other person. I mean even there are things that other people have gotten mad about that like for for less. Yeah. And, and it was bad for them. So, how do you feel about Checo saying that he gave Max his two championships? Because that's what he said in an interview. I don't uh, know, that, this year, this year, I think there are definitely times where he helped. We've seen I saw some stats on it earlier today. This year, Max's pace was just kind of crazy out, no matter what. Yeah, I feel like he still would have won this year. Because I mean, look at it. There, like we said, he's nearly double points. Yeah, you I can't agree. say that majority of those are because of Checo. Right. Now, some of them, for sure. 100%, there are probably a few races where Checo won Max that race. Absolutely. But this year, I cannot say that's true. Last year, where it's competitive as it is, 100%. If there was one race where Checo didn't defend correctly or... Didn't I mean, give up his position, yeah. Yeah, he would have lost, 100%. I mean, look what he did in Abu Dhabi. I mean, a lot of people don't talk about that, but he held up Lewis for three, four laps, which yeah. might have made the entire it made the difference in Lewis being able to stop safely and get tires. I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, think about how close they were after that safety car. Yeah, or like, or even before. Yeah, if Checo wasn't in that position, he would have been a pit stop clear, for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he so like a hundred percent, Max was not winning that. Yeah, yeah, I'm totally. Just say it. So. The, Wow, that's I knew you thought this, so I was gonna let you speak on it because yeah. I don't, I'm I'm just sad. Like I'm not even like happy. You know, I should be like ha ha ha, but I'm not that kind of guy. Like I'm fu- I act like that kind of guy, but like I just said, I want the sport to be good, and this sucks. Like it just does, and yeah. I you know we're losing Danny Rick and Vettel at the same time. There's a lot of emotions this time of year. Um, oh yeah. So this race is gonna be interesting. This last race. There's going to be a lot. This going to a lot of people are going to show their hand. If Red Bull come out and have a bad weekend this weekend, um, I think frankly what Max said pre race. I don't know if you watched any pre race coverage, but he said that because mm-hmm. it was the sprint race, he thought they just got the setup of their car wrong. So that yeah. also added to their pain this weekend. Um, mm. But Max does not look good going into this week. And oh no, I think he's lost a lot of respect 
throughout Formula One in general, not just here. I haven't talked to my parents about it yet. I'm very interested because, you know, they're huge. I need to Max find out fans. what your dad has said. We've not, he, we usually text about the race. They've not said a thing to me since then. And not, they're well, not they mad be- that, like, Mercedes won, I don't think, but, like, they must be brokenhearted too. So I don't know. We'll see. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm seeing them this week. So we'll see what they say. But it's serious, like, been bothering me thinking about it. Like, whenever I will sit down and think about it, I'm just like, yeah, um, dude. Because like, that, here's the thing. Like we said, Checo 100 percent could be gone in the blink of an eye, thanks to Max. Yeah, and Max can get what he wants easily. He can just be act upset for a few weeks, and Checo's gone. All like, he had to do seriously. is give up. All he had to do was give up P5 in a race. I mean, yeah, a, in a race that he's already won a championship in too. Or P6. Yeah, P6. Literally. Yeah. So they're saying they're going to help Checo next weekend. And that is going to be huge. If Checo if does Max not actually does, yeah, I'll, 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 I can drop some of this. But I, if he's acting like this now over a P seven, imagine if Max is, imagine if Max is leading the race next week. And Checo's, you think well, he's going to give up a victory? Oh, I don't know, man. It's going to be you interesting. Think, or like, well, I mean, okay, I mean, I guess if he wins P two, you wouldn't have to. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know, I don't know, man. But yeah, Mario Leclerc is like P one, and like Max has to give up the, the position for Checo to to win to have a chance. I don't know, man. Yeah, dude, if he doesn't, that's like I think he will, but I don't think I. I unfortunately, I have to disagree with you on one thing, which is I think if Max does help Checo this weekend, I don't think that's necessarily indicative of everything is better. No, th- no, no. I'm not saying it's better. I'm just saying like at least he's not. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like consistent. So what if he doesn't? Like, what if he's in a position to help Checo and he doesn't? Dude, I cannot root for that man anymore. Whoa. Wow. Dude, okay, you got to look at this. No, I agree with you. We've got great examples of teammates that are there for the team. Yeah. One is Checo Perez. Yeah. Like, the, the he, at this point, he is the number one guy to look at for that. Yeah. Over the past two years. He's a number Red Bull two. guy over Checo, over himself. Number two, Valtteri Bottas. Agreed. Look at what he did for Hamilton. Like like I said, he didn't get the majority of the points for Hamilton, but you can bet your butt that he did get some of them for Lewis him. would have, in the same situation, Lewis would have been in no position. Lewis wouldn't have won Brazil in the, I mean, he might have, maybe. I don't know. But he wouldn't have won Brazil last year if it wasn't for was it for Bottas and he, yeah. he wouldn't have been in the position to be in Abu Dhabi. Like, just everything. I It's the same thing. Well, yeah, I you're we're totally right. Baltas is 100% the, one of the best teammates ever. Um, I feel like yeah. Lando has always been a good teammate for the most part. Um, when him and Sainz were together, they were they were really good. The really good team. dynamic. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of other people. Um, I'm sure uh, Vettel seems like he lifts everybody up around him. That's um, true. He's got a good. He's got a good little spirit around him. Yeah. So, and I, you know, I think. Uh, you know, I, I think Lewis has had a lot of humbling this year. As I'm not saying he's he deserves to be in the same category, but just um, yeah. in terms of being a teammate. Um, so yeah, For I sure. I'm very disappointed. Um, so speaking of a future teammates, so you know we're we're hearing Danny Rick rumors, and uh, you know we're waiting to see where he lands, but we're hearing that a Red Bull reserve drive may be in his future. Yep. Um, I did hear about that. So if he gets it and Checo gets the boot, does Danny Rick get a chance to drive again? Dude, I just can't see him going back to Red Bull full-time driving. But see, here's the thing. If he's a reserve driver, uh, he will drive a Red Bull next year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for sure. I'm just saying, like... It's Danny so, Rick hasn't driven I mean, a Red Bull with a Halo. <laughs> like, it's been a oh, long... Wow, you're right. It's been a long time. Wow. Yeah, 2017 was the last time he... No, Wait. 2018 was the last time he raced, right? Is is it only that short? Okay, then he has done it with the Halo. I feel like he, was, he wasn't he was there. Uh, hold on, think about it. Okay, he was at Alpine for two years. Or no. Um, he was at McLaren for two years. It was four years ago. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so he did drive with the Halo. It just feels like it. he didn't. Yeah, um, it, was, it was new. It's still. It's been a while. So, anyway, yeah. I mean... He could totally, I mean, if someone gets sick, he's the guy, you know, like, I don't yeah. know. And the thing is, like, you know, AlphaTauri is going to have a new lineup. Like, DeVries could end up in Red Bull. 
which is That's crazy because he's Mercedes reserve, reserve driver right now. That's insane. To think if Lewis about. gets COVID this week, DeVries will drive this week yeah. for Mercedes and then be <laughs> and then could be in the Red Bull seat then, by mid yep. next season somehow. <laughs> I don't know, dude. And, and Checo has a two year contract, so this mm. isn't over. So I hope it it's better. Um, last yeah. thing uh, I think I want to cover about this race, which is just man, there's so much. It's been a long episode. Um, mm-hmm. Mattia Bonato. Words that you know we have said many times so we're hearing today this morning that he's on the chopping block which i've been saying just do it just fire him you should it's about time then ferrari comes out and vehemently like (laughs) like defends him and i don't know about that if they it would be funny if they do fire him now because i was about to say they're also very i mean formula one is cryptic dude yeah they should fire. So they him. they could a hundred percent just be like, "Hey, we're standing behind him, but secretly we're gonna fire him." Just wait a wait a few weeks. They need to fire some people. Clearly, now they've pulled yeah. it. We have to say they've really pulled it back together. But they're looking the way they're operating is Dude, a third place team right now. They're operating the, as a solid. They've reset to the last yeah. time they made sense. For the car that they have, though, they should have been a lot further up in the running. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people and a lot of points made comparing uh, mm-hmm. their mistakes to what Mercedes had decided in similar situations. I know that sounds super yeah. crazy, but mm-hmm. you think I'm crazy. People go deep in the dark depths of data. They've basically proven that if Mercedes had this car, they could have won the championship and probably would have won the championship, or at least would be going into this last week or two fighting max Close. still yeah yeah sure. hard to I, say I agree with that but I agree with that. you know it's uh yeah so i i don't know so we'll see um you know where because they were we were in hearing like oh the alfa romeo guy is gonna move up and like all this stuff and you know yeah oh dude i don't know so anyway uh that was a lot um our final race is coming up we have uh, – I feel like we have more things planned right now than we did at the beginning of the season in terms of episodes yeah. and stuff. We have a pretty funny concept that I've been working on. Um, not as funny as me wearing all my uh, – I, I, I left one shirt at home. Like, I did leave a shirt at home for my whole bit. Oh, okay. But uh, how about you give me your winner and loser for this race in 10 seconds once I get this thing off the screen that's blocking your face, which I can't see because the TV is frozen, but I can see you on the computer. Okay. This is Let's not cut this out. This is funny. Maybe. You're having t- some technical issues with the monitor? Yeah, the monitor's frozen. And you're it froze right when you were the most peak mad at Max. But I can see you on the computer, which means you're still recording. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So yeah, give me your winner and loser. Uh I think if there's anyone out here that doesn't give their winner to Mercedes or George Russell, they are lying through their teeth and they don't yep. know Formula One. Uh loser. Man, it's gonna be Red Bull for sure. Wow. It's got it's gotta be. Can- I I like can you believe this? Like, this is crazy. What a crazy end. The season that was I'm, Red Bull is I'm just falling apart. I'm not happy with any of this. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I dude. am distraught. I'm not happy over this. Like I said, I'd rather them just win on track and not have all this drama. Um, yeah. My winner and loser, Mercedes, of course. Way to go. For sure. Good job, George Russell. First race win. Go back to the support role after this. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, if he wins <laughs> next season, nah, I need Lewis to win. Um. And uh, but I'm very proud of you, George Russell. I you were so emotional. It was hard for anybody to complain about it. I'm sure someone will, aka my father. Um, and uh, <laughs> um, yeah, nah, I'm I'm kidding, Dad. But he he probably he he doesn't like Russell that much because and you've never been the biggest Russell fan either. But um, Russell would have let Lewis buy. No, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I actually probably. don't. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly. We'll see. Uh, if he was in the position of Max and Checker. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Russell. I don't know. <laughs> That's tough. Anyway, loser oh. McLaren, 100%. Um, they had a terrible weekend. Um, just sealed the deal for them. They're going to drop in the championship lower. Oof. I mean, finishing yeah. P5 is rough. I mean, 
I mean, we're assuming. It could be totally wrong. Last week we'd be like, hey, remember how we finished P5 and then all the, <laughs> the, the, the Alpha – the Alpines and the Ferraris all collided on lap one and Mercedes and actually I don't even still in that case don't know if if uh, McLaren would get it but anyway honorable mention goes to Haas for, for sure. their they did nothing wrong this weekend um, and they you know I'm sure Gene Haas it was Gene Haas's birthday on the day of the sprint race so how about that. Um, and K-Mag's birthday wasn't K-Mag's birthday the day of the actual race yes pretty yeah. sure so you know big weekend for them so oh, yeah. I'm very excited I have literally zero predictions for this race I have no clue what's going to happen yeah I don't either I personally hope it's Sebastian Vettel 1 Lewis, no, <laughs> Lewis 2 George Russell 3 then both Red Bulls then Ferraris and then we can just all be at peace <laughs> so, both Red Bulls <laughs> yeah, we need we need the Ferraris to be down a ways. Yeah, you're right, actually. You're, yeah, the further down the Ferraris are, the happier you will be. All Checo has to do is beat Leclerc. I mean, it, easier yeah. said than done, but that's all he's got to do. So Yeah. Um, And a track that should suit them pretty well, I think. It's got two pretty long straights. So I will be shocked. I'm personally putting my vote that I think Sergio is going to win, and all of this didn't really matter, but it would have helped. So and it just yeah. unveiled a lot going on in the background, which will c- contribute to a great drive to survive episode. So anyway, that's been You're it. Right. This is the longest episode in Pitwall podcast history. I am pretty certain, sure. considering it's five thirty and we start recording around four fifteen. Um, any predictions for this last race? Any last feelings? I have no clue what's going to happen this next race. I think it's going to be a good one. That uh, Checo gets second. Mercedes also beats Ferrari in the constructors. We That's can all, about it. We can all just <laughs> sleep well after this. But that won't yeah. happen because it's Abu Dhabi. And no one knows what will happen. But I could I have one prediction, I take it back, which is they will reshow this stupid Max winning clip over and probably, over. Probably actually. Probably. They're just gonna litter my face with it over and over. And I Oh yeah. If Seb isn't gonna win, I personally hope Lewis wins because I feel like he needs to put some demons to bed on this track. So especially because this track tends Fair. to be important. So yeah. All right. Thanks for watching. Bye. Follow us on the Pitwall Pod. Bye.